0: The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. Hey, it's schools here. And alongside Lior Samfiro, my guy, he's going to be uh, filling your head with useful knowledge about your workplace rights and employment law. If you don't know much of this show, you should be tuned in every week. You're always going to learn something. And, of course, there's always an opportunity to uh, to reach out here. Maybe it's a problem in the workplace dealing with a boss. Maybe it's a temporary layoff thing. Maybe you've been let go or you heard there's uh, going to be uh, layoffs coming or you're all going to be let going. You're looking down the barrel of a severance package. That is going to be uh, probably a major shortcoming for you. So you'll want to reach out to us now. And any other questions for yourself on behalf of a friend, colleague, family member, bring it on. Lines are open. We're ready to talk to you, be part of the show. We are going to get through the uh, well a portion of the inbox on the show tonight anyway want to send along an email, it is help at employmentlawyer.ca, help at employmentlawyer.ca. I'll give you some other contact information as we roll on here, but we always start off with the uh, case of the day, pal. What's cooking with you? Hey, John, great to be here. I I Mm -hmm. too have
1: been a bit confused today about what day it is. (laughs) I kept thinking it was Monday and I had to have people remind me, no, it's actually not. Uh, But uh, either way, what I do know for a fact that it's time to talk employment law. And that's what we want to do over the next 30 minutes, not just to talk employment law. We could do that uh, plenty, but we want to solve your employment law problems. So if you're facing with a workplace issue, if you're faced with that issue, if your uh, week hasn't started off well after the long weekend, uh, your boss did something or said something, or maybe uh, you're not going to be coming back tomorrow to work because you were let go today. Whatever the issue, the problem, the dilemma that you're facing, there's a solution. There's something you need to do, and there's definitely something you need to know about it. And it starts by calling us right now on the show. Whatever the issue is, if it has to do with your employer, your job, your uh, uh, your boss this is the time and place to call and ask the questions and always you can of course follow up with me if you want in the office, we'll give you that information as well. But case of the day, let me tell you about a a matter that came across my desk today. And this is one that has come across my desk a number of times. So I really think it's important that we uh, talk about this. So I spoke with a gentleman who because of an injury, uh, hasn't been able to work for the past couple of years. He's been off work. He's been receiving disability benefits, uh, and, and, you know, unfortunately, it's a type of injury that's not going to get substantially better. He recently turned 65. And when he turned 65, his insurance company, the long-term disability insurance company, as they're allowed to do, said, yeah, you know, you're off benefits at 65. And his employer wrote him, as we understand you're not getting better. You're not going to be coming back to work. So, uh, obviously, you've, now you've, been 60, you're, you've turned 65. You've retired. We mm-hmm. wish you all the best. Here's your record of employment. Uh, And to be honest with you, he didn't actually think that this was particularly wrong because he's not going back to work, right? But something told him, you know what, let's just dot our I's and cross our T's. Let's call Lior and find out if there's something else going on here. So he called me and he really wanted to know, you know, am I owed something in this situation? So here's how this works. If you have a medical condition, a disability Uh, and you've been off for a while, and it's clear that you cannot come back to work anymore, you will not be able to come back to work, then yes, your employer can end your employment at that point, but they still have to pay you severance. Now, that's not your full severance in that situation. It's only part of your severance, but it could still be substantial. Now, this guy had worked for this employer for 20 years. For him, that's 28 weeks pay that they owe him. That's six and a half months. That's nothing to scoff at. That's not his full severance. His full severance would be probably closer to 18 months, but still you know, six and a half months is a substantial amount of money. So bottom line is this. If your uh, employment ends because you're not able to work anymore, you're never, never going to be able to come back to work medically, you're owed the severance. But it goes the other way as well. Your employer may say, well, I don't want to pay them severance, so I'm just not going to end their employment. I'll just keep them on kind of in 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 there, out there somewhere. They're not working anyway, and I don't have to pay severance. No, no, no. You can actually force the issue. If your doctor is saying that that's it, you're done, you can't go back to work anymore, that that job uh, is done for you, you can force your employer to pay you severance at that point. You don't have to wait for them to end the employment. You can force that issue. So what do you do if you can't come back to work? You know you can't come back to work. You are owed severance. And if you're not getting it, you call me and I'll make
0: sure you do get it. And do want to mention, of course, the uh, the reach-out contact information anytime any time to Lior and the team. They always encourage you to give them a ring and have a chat. Again, learn more and get some answers and some help while you're at it. That number, one 855 help at employmentlawyer.ca. We'll take one quick break, get back to a pile of emails as we continue the Tuesday night edition of the Employment Law Show. Hang on. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertising. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. You bet we are back and those phone lines are still open. How about that? Bring it on and let's get going with some of those emails, Lior. First one as we get into clearing out the inbox uh, tonight on the show. Leanne says, guys, my boss announced that the company I work for is likely to shut down in the next year. Can I quit and get severance?
1: And I get that asked, I get asked uh, that often, you know, you know, the company's going to end your relationship with them at some point in the near future. In this case, they're shutting down. So I just want my severance. I don't want to wait. I don't want to, you know, keep looking over my, my shoulder all the time. Why can't I just get severance now? Well, the answer is this, that if you actually leave, if you quit before your last day, that's a resignation. And no, you're not going to be getting severance at that point. So let's say your employer says, okay, we're telling you that, I don't know, six months from now, we're letting you go. If you leave before that six-month period, before your actual last day, you've resigned and you're not going to get severance, even though the company's the one that said that the employment is going to end at some point. So very important to remember that. But here's what Leanne can do. There's nothing stopping Leanne from engaging in a discussion with her employer and say, well, you know, what if we reach a deal and, you know, let me leave today, next week, next month. And let's agree on what you'll pay me and, and I'll leave and I'll get out of your hair. The worst thing that the employer can say is no, but you can certainly have that discussion. And in many cases, the employer may be willing to, to work with you in this situation. But the general rule is this, and it's very, very important you remember that. If you know your employment comes to an end, is, is about to come to an end, but you leave before your last day, you've resigned. And if you've yeah. resigned, you've given up on what could be as much as two years severance.
0: Again, as always, further conversation can be had if you if you want, and that's uh, uh, 1-855-821-5900. Moving on down the line, Rob, you're up next. These guys have been working from home for the last three years. My boss just told me that I have to start coming back in, or sorry, coming to start coming into the office for uh, two or three times a week. Can they do that?
1: So, if if uh, in this situation with Rob, if he was working pre-COVID in the office then yes, his employer is able to say, we're going to have you come back into the office and they can do that. And if he doesn't uh, do that, then that's a problem. That could be considered a resignation or it could be something that could warrant a disciplinary action on behalf of the employer. So yes, your employer can say, well, you know, three years ago we had this pandemic. Uh, We had you work from home, but now we're moving past the pandemic. So you have to go back to the way things were. Now, if he was hired during the pandemic to work from home, they know they can't change that because that would be a change to the terms of his employment if he was always working from home. But if he was working from the office before, they can have him come back to work in the office again.
0: And moving on again, help at uh, employmentlawyer.ca, help at employmentlawyer.ca, rolling on down to Stan. Stan's email goes as follows as myself and six other colleagues. I've just been let go because of cost cutting. We all got two weeks pay for each year of service. Is that what the law is? Welcome to the show, Stan. We're about to correct Welcome you. Welcome
1: to the show. <laughs> yeah. but, but here's kind of the interesting thing, and I've seen this happen before. So... You, you're you part of a larger termination. You and a bunch of people are let go and everyone gets paid the same severance, say, and you, it's easy to think, well, if everyone kind of got it that way, it must be right because you know maybe they would have gone someone's wrong, but to get everyone's wrong, you may, you're just yeah. going to think that doesn't make sense. So if <laughs> yeah. all six of us got the same severance, well, clearly they knew what they were doing in the company. It's easy to think that. No, no, no. It doesn't matter. Just because six people... Uh, got the raw end of the deal here. Just because six people got less than what they owed doesn't mean that it's right. It just makes it more wrong. In fact, so no, it's not two weeks per year of service. And John was joking, you know, welcome to the show. And the reason he's saying that is that's kind of one of the most basic things we've we've learned on the show that severance yep. is a lot more than two weeks per year of service. Now I don't know much about how long he's worked there. I don't know the type of job that he had or his age. But it could be as much as two years' severance that he's owed. He could have been owed five months per year of service. You know, it depends on a number of factors. But it's not two weeks. It's a lot more than that. So what he needs to do, and his six colleagues, to call me as soon as possible, or even before you call me, just go to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca, use our severance calculator tool, and find out the real amount. By the way, you guys at home listening, if you're you're interested or to know how much severance you're owed, or maybe you're worried about losing your job, you can find out also in seconds how much you're owed, the real amount. Just go to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca.
0: You know, that's interesting. And I know you've talked about that before. You mentioned that, uh, you know, in this case, six, but sometimes it's 66 people, the entire department's like, oh, and everyone looks at their papers, oh, we all got the same. It's kind of that herd mentality where, well, if we're all getting the same, this might be the right number. That could be that could be a death sentence for as, as far as severance is concerned, if there's that many people thinking, yeah, we're all good. Yeah. And
1: in a in way, I think the company kind of counts on that because yeah, they know people are going to talk and they're going to compare notes, right? So well let's use the same formula for everyone. A week per year of service, 2 weeks per year of service and when they talk they'll realize that it's all the same. Okay, well they must be right. No, 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 not at all. Okay? First of all, severance is never the same for everyone, right? Why? Because severance is calculated based on your age, your position and the length of your employment. So your colleague is probably not the same age as you, didn't work the same amount of time, is not doing the exact same job. So Chances are, because of that, your severance is going to be very, very, very different. And it's not uh, your employer's job to uh, teach you what severance is. You have to figure that out on your own. And that's why we're here on the show. That's why I've created the severance calculator. We give you all these tools and resources to find out how much you're owed. Chances are, if you're staring at that severance letter, even if 200 of your colleagues got the same one, chances are the amount offered to you is a lot less than what you're actually owed.
0: Yeah, severance truly is an individual. It's a bespoke situation when it comes to calculating that severance for sure. Moving on down to Sarah. Sarah says, guys, I'm uh, five months into my maternity leave, and I got a call on Friday that the company doesn't have a job for me and that they will be paying me severance. Wow, are they allowed to do this? Well, no, the
1: answer is absolutely not because unless... Uh, Sarah has decided she's only taking five months maternity leave, which obviously it's her right. Uh, her employer has no way of knowing that they're not going to have a job for her. So let's say that Sarah's planning on taking a year off of maternity leave. So she's five months into it means there's seven more months to go. So it's maybe true that the employer today doesn't have a job for her. But seven months from now, it may need Sarah plus five others. It may be desperate to have Sarah back. It cannot make that assessment until Sarah is ready to come back to work. Remember, your employer's obligation when you're on a parental leave is to take you back. And they can't say that we can't take you back unless it's time to take you back and they've made that decision. So an employer that's being preemptive like this is potentially in breach of the Employment Standards Act, of the Human Rights Code. That could also be a wrongful dismissal. So no, that's illegal. Sarah's employer cannot do that. There's another issue here that we also want to make sure that whatever severance Sarah gets, she only gets at the end of her maternity leave because we don't want her to interfere with her maternity benefits. So she does need to give me a call and the same thing for you at home. If you're on a parental leave, whether you're a father or a mother that's on a leave and you find out from your employer that we're not even going to wait till your leave is over. We just know today we're clairvoyant. We know today that we're not going to have a job for you. That's wrong, that's illegal, yeah. and you have to give me a call right away.
0: Thanks, Sarah. Again, you want to reach out, which you probably should. Definitely one 821 5900 to get a hold of your and the uh, and the team. Martin, you're up next. Thanks, pal, ahead of time for this email. It says, after 10 years with the company, my last two performance reviews not been good. I'm afraid that the company is going to let me go. What can I do ahead of time?
1: So here's the thing. It's not possible, of course, to stop Martin's employer from letting him go. They're allowed to. Even though he's been a good employee for many years, they're allowed to let him go, but of course they're going to have to pay him severance. Now, let's assume that Martin's employer is right and that his last performance, last couple performance reviews, haven't been that great. That still doesn't allow the company to let him go without severance. It does not. It would have to be something pretty extreme. For his employer to be able to terminate employment without severance but as long as they're willing to pay severance they can let him go good reason no reason or made up reason as long as they pay proper and full severance. and for him after 10 years he could easily be owed a year's pay maybe even more depending on the specifics of his job etc now if he thinks though that those performance reviews are bogus they're just picking on me my performance was fine i don't agree with those performance reviews well, then that's that's different. I want them to say so. Don't just accept those performance reviews and continue working as if nothing has happened. If you don't agree with them, say so in writing. Tell your employer why you don't agree, why that performance review is not accurate. Give them the real facts, the real information. By doing that, you're going to make it that much harder for the company to even think about letting you go without severance. So a few things to remember, but bottom line, like I get this asked often, you actually cannot prevent your employer from letting yeah. you go. It's mm-hmm. just about making sure that you get your full severance.
0: And as you've always said, when it comes to performance reviews, you disagree with silence. is the same as acceptance. So do not sit back in your laurels. You'll be loud. Be loud, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's absolutely necessary that if you don't agree with the performance review, the performance improvement plan, your, your annual review, if you don't think that it's accurate, that it's fair, you don't think that it's done in good faith, whatever it is, just say so in writing. Don't be a jerk about it. Don't be aggressive about it. Be professional and respectful, but imperative, absolutely essential to say that you don't agree with it. 416-870-6400.
0: Going to grab a call here in a moment. want to get through Chuck's email first. He says, guys have been uh, trying to return back to work from a disability leave over the past month. I'm not getting any response from the employer, though. Now what do I do?
1: Well, if it's been a month, if you've followed up with your employer and they're they're, they're ghosting you, they're not getting back to you, it's as if you're not even... uh, uh, reaching out. Well, that's illegal. It's illegal, of course, because of the fact that when you're ready to come back to work, the company has to make all efforts to bring you back. Now, it may take them some time to figure out you know, what role is available and where they can fit you in, but they can't ignore you. So what I would do in this situation is this. One last follow-up. Say, I haven't heard from you. May I please hear from you by, you know, give them 48 hours. Uh, if at that point you still have not heard from them, well, then what we're looking at is a constructive dismissal. We're looking at a human rights violation. It's illegal. You can get severance. You can get other damages. So generally speaking, kind of, I think, you know, through two to three, maybe four weeks tops is the most that you can give your employer to respond to you when you're coming back from a disability leave. If they don't get back to you within, you know, a few weeks, it's too late, it's too long, it's not proper. That's a constructive dismissal. So keep that in mind. So last chance, give them that. If they don't respond to you, Call me, and I'll take it from there.
0: Do you think a lot of employers, it's like, oh, I don't want to deal with this guy. It's going to be accommodation out the window. I don't want to deal with accommodation. It's, it's going to upset the apple car and I don't want to deal with it. But they have to, right?
1: Well, oftentimes I've heard employers say, well, if we accommodate you, we're going to have other people telling us we want that uh, right. accommodation too. Mm-hmm. And, well, you know, once the floodgates are open. But, no, no, it doesn't matter. And you know what? The employer may have a point. It, it's quite possible that once they accommodate you, there will be other people knocking on the door. That may be right but it doesn't matter. Legally speaking, they have an obligation to accommodate you. If you have a medical condition that requires accommodation, if you have a doctor backing you up, they have to do it. The fact that it may cause them headaches or be inconvenient does not allow them to say no, not at all. Some of the most important laws that we have have to do with accommodation. If your employer won't accommodate you, refuses to accommodate you, or even to discuss that with you, you call me right away. Oftentimes, by the way, John, as soon as they hear from me, See how fast accommodation
0: (laughs) happens. You bet. And any other time, guys, want to remind you, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca, that website free, anonymous, easy to use, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. And you will have access as well to the severance calculator, which is a wonderful tool. But uh, any other time, you can email us, help at employmentlawyer.ca. Moving on down to Marge says, my company just offered me a promotion, which I did not want to accept. I would like to know if they can fire me for rejecting this promotion.
1: Well, going back to what I answered a couple of questions ago, your employer can let you go pretty much for any reason, as long as they pay pay your full severance. So Marge's employer can say to her, well, you didn't take the promotion, so we're going to let you go. Not a nice thing to do at all. But legally speaking, they can do that to Marge if they pay her her full severance. What they cannot say is, well, you've resigned by not taking the promotion. Absolutely not. No way. Uh, they can't say, well, we have cause to let you go, meaning you don't get severance. Not even close. Can't do that. But as long as they pay her full severance, they can let her go. Now, I have no idea if that's what her employer is going to do. And uh, it may be worthwhile to have that conversation with her employer so that she can make an informed decision. But yeah, nothing is stopping her employer. would not be illegal to let her go for refusing the promotion, but she has to get her full severance. And again, if she's been there a long time. That absolutely could be two years pay.
0: Jessica up next. Says, Guys, I'm the only woman on a shop floor at my company and I'm constantly put down, subjected to demeaning comments. I've spoken to the boss. Nothing was done. Do I have no choice but to quit here?
1: Well, not so fast because, of course, you, know, you don't need to be an expert in employment law to know that this is wrong, this is illegal. So what I wanted to do is, number one, go to the boss again, but this time in writing. Make sure in writing you put your concerns. If there's HR, human resources, do the same thing. In writing, say, here's what's happening. I'm not comfortable with that. Please do something about it. Uh, and then if it doesn't get fixed, I want you to follow up. Like, I want you to create that written record. And if they still don't do anything about it and you have that record, we're looking at constructive dismissal. We're looking at potentially human rights violation, that's, you know, sex discrimination potentially. It's a very serious matter. And then you can potentially leave and get severance. But I don't want her to leave until she has that written record. If she needs help in creating that record, have her call me right away.
0: Leslie says, I work for a large retailer and was let go with uh, six months severance. Okay, six months severance after 10 years of employment. I assume that this was fine, but after using your calculator at pocketemploymentlawyer.ca, it says I should get 12 months severance. Can this be?
1: (laughs) Uh, it, it yes it can and, and it is and it's true and you know I get that asked often you know I went to the severance calculator and the amount there was five times two times seven times what I, what I was offered can this be is this right or is there some sort of a a bug in the system yes it can be it's true it's accurate the vast majority of people when they're let go are offered less half a third a fifth of what they're actually owed. That's why I created that calculator. The idea that people were getting taken left, right, and center was just too much to bear. So I created that calculator. So if you see that amount on the calculator, it's accurate, it's fair, it's what the law provides. So always go to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca if you want to know how much severance you're owed.
0: Really simple to use, guys, as Liora says it's right there. You just punch in a couple of key pieces of information. It's literally less than thirty seconds to use it. And I'll tell you this, at last uh at last cursory glance, it was over two million people have used it. Two million people have used the uh the calculator for sure. I want to get to Fred here before we uh wrap her up. He says, Guys, I was suspended without pay and the company won't tell me when I can go back to work. Is there anything I can do now?
1: Great question, because a suspension without pay generally is illegal unless you're part of a union. But if you're not part of a union, a suspension without pay is not something an employer is allowed to do. They could suspend you with pay, not without. So he has a choice to make here. Either he sits at home and continues waiting. Hopefully at some point they call him back to work. Or he can consider his employment as being terminated. It's a constructive dismissal. You can say, no, I'm not accepting this. You did something you're not allowed to do. That's a termination of my employment and I get severed. So no, you don't have to accept a suspension without pay. It's not legal, John.
0: And it was so good to get through a bunch of those emails on the show tonight, guys. Really appreciate you taking the time to you know, pick up your phone or your laptop and type them all out. If you want to continue that conversation now, it's really simple and you're always encouraged to do so because there's so much more to learn and it can be really helpful moving forward, right? How do you do it? one 821 5900 There's a number to reach or and the crew. And then help at employmentlawyer.ca. And again, as always, go right there first, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. And we will catch you again tomorrow right here. the Employment Law Show. Have a good night. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of chorus entertainment.